Welcome everybody back to the Worst Take Network podcast. We got Makana, we got Parso, we got Matt, and we got Sam. And we finally get to welcome back Carson. Jingle, jingle, jingle. This is Carson. Joining back with the crew. <laughs> it's been a while since we've had Carson on. Um, if you are a longtime listener, then you would know that he used to do our old intros like that. So um, finally good to bring that back. Now we have Brian Mendez doing all that. But today's episode, we're going to be talking about um, the worst to first candidates, and then we're going to get into a worst take. So the teams that got last place in their division, who are the most likely teams to get to first place if they're if they have a chance at all, and what do they have to do to get there? Um, the first team mm-hmm. that we're going to talk about is going to be the Dolphins. Matt, I know you're big on the Dolphins, so um, why don't you talk about them first? Okay, so the Dolphins. The best part for them is that their division got worse with the Patriots losing Brady and they lost like almost all of their linebacker core. Um, I would say the bills probably improved. They didn't really lose many players and they added Diggs, who should be a good fit. Um, you got a guy like Josh Allen that has a big arm. Uh, and the jets didn't do a ton to get better. Maybe they got a little bit better. They got older. I guess you could say that, but not huge improvement. Um, but the dolphins, they have a shot. I mean, they won, what, four games last year? Um, it really depends. It really comes down to how Tua is. If Tua yeah. is healthy, he starts, and he balls out, then they have a shot because they have some talented players on offense. Their offense should score a lot of points. Um, yeah. Their defense, they added they added a couple guys in the draft. They also had a really big free agency on the, on the defensive side of the ball. Um, they have a strong uh, corner group. I don't think their safeties are too great. Um, but I think they have, I mean, they have one of the better chances of the teams that go worst to first. I also believe in their coach, Brian Flores. I really like him. And I think that's something that doesn't get talked about enough in the NFL. Like people don't emphasize how important coaching is. Uh, Brian Flores is a Belichick guy. And I mean, he's, he was a good coach last year. They, their team was way less talented than it is going to be coming into this year. So I think they have a, a decent chance. I, I would expect the bills to finish ahead of them. Um, and like the Jets, Patriots, and the Dolphins are kind of a push. I say like they're pretty even. Yeah, I like the Dolphins. I like what they did. Their offensive line players that they drafted, fantastic to help protect Tua. Um, and a lot of people didn't talk about him a lot at the end of last year, but Devontae Parker finally had a good season last year. Like he started off his career okay, and then he just like really slowed down. But with Fitzpatrick. At the end of last year, he really stepped up, um, and they started winning a lot of games at the end of the year. Like they started off abysmal. Yeah, they, they started they off really improved. more than horrible. Yeah, but I think that the Jets will be better than them next year. Um, I think Sam Darnold will improve, and I think that the offensive line in New York can't get any worse because they were awful last year. They brought in guys. The guys they brought in weren't great, but they did draft Makai Becton. For the Jets, and that's huge, especially like sure it helps Sam Darnold, but it helps out Le'Veon Bell. And they added in Patrick Owasso on defense. They're getting back CJ Mosley. I think the Jets are a real sleeper to win that division. So I don't want to. I don't think that the Dolphins will win, but like they'll definitely be very improved. Like maybe in like a couple years they could definitely win it, but I don't think so this year. So I'm a really big proponent of the Bills this season. Like, I think they're a top-ten team in the league, so I don't give Miami much of a shot at all. 
I do think they improved a lot, and they could be an eight or a five hundred team, eight and eight team. But I don't see them winning the division at all. Yeah, I agree, Carson. I think the issue is with the Dolphins is like they added pieces and they covered some holes, but like we haven't seen them play yet, you know, like consistently well. So like I would need to like maybe even take this season and be like, okay, maybe next season they'll they'll go off. But this season I don't see them going more than five hundred. They did though sign ten undrafted free agents. So they have a lot of names just coming in. I think they're experimenting and doing a lot of work uh, to just fill holes. And I think, I don't know, they're going towards the right direction. But like everyone else said, they're not like I look at them and go, holy cow, this team can make a Super Bowl run this year, hands down. Not at all. I agree with you guys. I don't think the Dolphins are going to be an over 500 team this year. Just because they added so many new pieces and it takes a while to mesh together. Now, a team that we'll talk about later in this episode, I don't agree with that because of the talent that's surrounding them. But Tua, uh, questionably healthy for the season. And, I mean, in the off season, you won't be able to get as much work just because of the whole quarantine thing, too. So, it's kind of weird. Yeah, the yeah, off season is huge. Um, not being yeah, well, able to have those training camps. Yeah, I was going to say, a lot of the teams that... So, you think about teams that were good last year, they're going to have a huge advantage because they've played together for a while. Where teams that are like newly put together, like the Dolphins, they signed like a number of free agents. Um, I think they signed Kyle Van Noy, uh, mm-hmm. Byron Jones. I think, was Ogba signing? I believe he was. They signed a handful of guys. You know, they traded for Matt Breida. He's going to be, uh, like, in the backfield. Him and Jordan Howard are going to be their backfield. You know, just a lot of new guys, possibly a new quarterback in Tua. They might really struggle at the beginning. They also signed Eric Flowers. Um, they're going to have a rookie tackle, Austin Jackson. So it's it's tough to really see them. I, I think that they'll be better. I think they will might be one of those teams that is in, like, every game they play in, but they just might not have it next year. And I do think they have they have a decent amount of talent, but it's all young talent too. So you gotta you gotta consider that too. Definitely. I would expect I would say they probably won't make it. They'll be maybe they'll be an interesting team. They'll be a fun team to watch. I think. Yeah, think we should do. Division will be better than them. Yeah, we should do just so it's a bit more realistic. Maybe like worse the playoffs. Yeah, because a lot of teams won't be able to win the division, um, but like to be good, um, like. That's very different because some teams, the number one team in the division is really, really good. So yeah, like, you're like, not going to be able to win the division. But like, There's a team coming up in like two spots that I think we'll discuss that. Yeah, but let's yeah. Uh, move on to uh, the next team. I team. think the, the final decision on Dolphins is probably not first place, not a playoff team. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah I'd exactly. say 500 or so. Right in the middle. Yeah. yeah, but definitely improved. For Dolphins fans, it's it's looking much better yeah, than definitely. before. You're not going to be – yeah. I doubt that um, players are going to be requesting trades after week one, mm-hmm. like last year. <laughs> but um, let's move on to number one overall pick team, the Bengals. What do we think about them? Their division's way too hard. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> let's just face it. Um, they probably have the best defensive division there is. Going up against a rookie quarterback doesn't look like a recipe for success. Um I mean, I think they'll improve kind of hard not to win more than two games, but I don't even know if they go 500. Yeah, I like that. Um, I don't think that 
their defense is going to be good enough to compete with the offenses in that division also. Like, the Steelers are getting back Big Ben. The Ravens, obviously, last year. The Browns got an offensive line and a tight end. Like, their offense may be able to keep up, but, like, their defense is terrible. Yeah, that's what I was yeah, thinking, I, Connor. That's a pretty good point. Uh, sorry, Matt. I completely I'll, agree, too. Yeah. Go ahead, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, yeah, I really like that point because I feel like, obviously, their defense is not at a championship level. I don't even think, like, a playoff level right now. But I would say their offense is going to come out just be really exciting next year. I hope. I mean, uh, obviously, the first pick is a draft, Joe Burrow, you know. And then you got these wide receivers that are coming. A.J. Green was unhealthy for a really, really long time, been pretty inconsistent with his health. He's going to be back for a full season. Uh, and, like, I mean, he seems like he's going to be more, you know, in better fitness than he was before. Uh, John Ross was a really exciting receiver to watch last year. So I think in terms of offense, they might be able to keep up. But I don't think that translates into wins. So definitely not seeing them going to the playoffs, especially with the Ravens in their division and other teams. As much as I like their offense and all the weapons that you guys are talking about, I mean, they have Nixon, four good receivers, A.J. Green, Boyd, Ross, and Higgins. So that's pretty cool. But... And even Auden Tate. Yeah, Auden Tate was solid last season. Mm-hmm. But they have one of the worst offensive lines in the league. And they've done very little to address that. Jonah Williams was out most of last year. I think he was either out most of last year or all of last year. And that was their first round tackle pick. And he had a broken leg. So he's still going to be like basically a rookie tackle. And all their offensive, other offensive line pieces are not good. Bobby Hart, they re-signed to like a long deal. He was expected to be their uh, other tackle, and he's like one of the worst PFF-rated tackles in the league. <laughs> so going along with their poor offensive line play and all the holes they have on defense, I don't expect them to be over 500. I think the only way that happens if, is, is if Joe Burrow is a generational talent. And and even like, okay, I, I think Burrow's great. So when I was going through like giving my grades on the quarterbacks, I originally had two above him. And then the more I watched Joe Burrow, the more it's like, Okay, this guy commands an offense so well. And I think Joe Burrow is going to be a really good quarterback. But I also think he's going to struggle his first year because he's going to have no time. And he played with a really talented LSU team. His line is going to look bad. And then if people try to blame, people are going to try to be like, oh, look at Burrow. He's throwing these interceptions. Like, yeah, because he has a second and a half to throw every play. Um, If they can improve their offensive line quickly, their offense can be lethal, in my opinion. Mixon's a really good back. He's probably a top like eight running back in the league, just talent, probably even five. I, I don't know. He's way up there. Um, but their defense is is terrible. It, it's really bad, and and their their offensive line is terrible too. So like you're not gonna win. You're not gonna win much. And I, I hope Burrow doesn't really struggle, but I definitely could see him struggling. Yeah. To add on about those um, defenses and like struggling, I'm just gonna name. A couple of guys in that division that rush the passer. Miles Garrett, TJ Watt, Matthew Judon, and Calais Campbell. And there's other guys. Like, that's not the only guys, but, like, those are all elite pass rushers. And, Casey Hayward? Yeah, Casey Hayward as well. Um, there's there's a lot of them. There's a lot of guys in that division that will be able to rush the passer. And not to add in that, that's like, <laughs> the Ravens, when they rush the passer, they rush with everybody. Like, like he's going to be getting blitzed like those and they're it's a division known for defense and known for 
grinding out games. And it'll be tough for Burrow. I also, like Matt, I think he's going to be really good. Um, it's just not his first year. He's going to struggle. And building on top of their defensive struggles, you actually look at their roster and you see that they made a lot of moves to acquire good players that are solid players. And Von Bell is from the Saints. Trey Wayne's from the Vikings, not great. Josh Bynes has been like a journeyman his entire career, but always has been a great tackler. Um, Mackenzie Alexander, also from the Vikings, <laughs> to their not-so-great corners. But like we were talking about the Dolphins, they don't have the offseason time to mesh. And this is one of the teams that has a lot of new pieces, so they're kind of in the same boat. Yeah. yeah. I think, want to I give think a final it... verdict? I guess under I can. 500, under 500. Mm-hmm. I, think I think they're good, but their division is going to not allow them to be a playoff team this year at all. But um, I think... I that... think they'll be a bottom five team next year. Definitely. Yeah. I think they go under 500 looking at... hope. They're hoping for six wins. But it'll be a good under 500 team. It's not like... They're going to come out and be like the Jaguars were last year, where it's just like they're under 500 and they're just not good. Whereas this will be a team where it's like, even though they don't win a lot of games, you're going to be worried when you play them on the schedule because that offense can go crazy. It'll kind of be like the Cardinals last year. Yeah, I like that comparison. Um, do we want to move on to the next team? Uh, yeah. The Jaguars. I think they're going to I think suck. this one's. I think this one's even easier. Than the yeah. Bengals. <laughs> They're not going to be good. They're going to be pretty bad. I think they're um, consistent. Yeah. My bad. Go ahead. I think that they're trying. I mean, they're trying to get Trevor Lawrence, right? Or Justin Fields. Like, is that kind of clear? No. They're going to trade They got their quarterback it. for the future. Okay. They, they got not have their quarterback for the future. He's going to be the five-time Super Bowl winning quarterback in five years. I would say this. Garner <laughs> Minshew will be a great fantasy quarterback because they will always be losing. And he will always put up great fourth quarter numbers. That is very true. That... Now, from a just overall quarterback, no. <laughs> yeah. Definitely not. <laughs> it's also not a great sign that almost all Jags players that are worth anything want to leave the organization. <laughs> so it, it, they may have gotten a good a good few players, like Joe Schobert from the Browns, uh, one of the best linebackers in the league last year. But their defense was so coveted just a few years ago. And they've lost a lot of big pieces since then. I think their offense is actually their strong suit, and it's not that strong because we really don't know that much about Gardner yet. So I'm going to see. They did also draft another late-round quarterback, um, the Oregon State quarterback. Can't think of his name right now, but it's like that might be Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and it's like, eh. Like, it's not like they're drafting him to start over Minshew. Like, Minshew's, like, a good quarterback that you can just, like, put in and maybe he'll win you a cup. He's honestly like Ryan Fitzpatrick was for the Dolphins last year where it's like, yeah, sure, he might win you a couple games, but he might lose you a couple games. And, like, he's a fan favorite. People like him. But, like, is he really going to be the future of the team? Probably not. But it'll be fun to watch him and throw to those wide receivers that they got because they got some good guys. They got DJ. The, their receivers are their yeah. receivers are actually pretty solid. But they don't have yeah. any clear number ones. Chark's well, Chark, Chark was good last year. Chark's Chark's potential up. to be number one. Yeah. Yeah. But 
I overall, was looking yeah. At their acquisitions and Tyler Eifert. <laughs> that speaks volumes because he is someone that's been unhealthy for years, all potential based, and I know they don't really throw to their tight ends very often, but it's not a good sign when you're signing uh, very injury prone players. It kind of seems like they're tanking, <laughs> but. I do. I am excited to see like DJ Chark with uh, Westbrook, Chris Conley, and uh, the rookie they just picked, uh, Lavishka Chenault. Yeah. Because that dude, that dude could be a beast. And Chark was really good last year. So it'll be fun to it'll be fun to watch them come behind from games and watch their offense air it out and stuff. <laughs> yeah. It, it's messed up as that sound, but that's that's really like how it's going to be. Yeah. I I don't have much to say about this. I think that Gardner Minshew is one of the most solid top hundred quarterbacks in the league we've ever seen. And I also there's think no that, way he's a top 100 quarterback ever. There's no possible way. Hey, I'm, talk, no I'm, not way. I'm not talking about ever. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about NFL. I'm not talking about ever, McCall. I'm talking about oh, ever. Okay. Like right now. Like right now okay. with current QBs. Yeah, no, maybe, no, not ever. Maybe he's top 100. Yeah, no, he definitely currently. cracks the top 100 of current QBs. So I think he's a solid current hey, top 100 top QB. 50. And and I think the only person I'll be watching on the Jaguars is edge rusher Clavon Chazon. I think that he is definitely a standout player. I think he's going to be really good. And I think I'm pretty excited to see him play. But other than that, the Jaguars are going to continue being abysmal, in my opinion. Also, Miles, Miles Jack. He's one of my yeah. favorites. Honestly, when they trade Fournette, they should play him at running back. <laughs> their most talented player on their roster is not is not coming back. Is he? Yannick Nagakwe? He's posting all over Twitter, free Yannick. <laughs> like, yeah, I've been arguing this with the GM based on money and stuff, and... As much crap as I'm talking about them so far, I think they're going to have the most wins out of the three teams that we have discussed so far. Wow. Really? I don't. Wow. Interesting. That's an interesting take. That's interesting. I think they'll have the least, but I do think that... They're the only one out of the three teams that we've talked about so far that have had a quarterback in the NFL already starting for some of the year. Yeah, but how and good was he? How many games receivers. did he win? So, uh, so, Sam, in terms of, in terms of uh, Yannick... And Leonard Fournette, both of them have been involved in trade talks, obviously. Uh, but like, I did see something recently that said they're, the Jaguars GM came on a podcast and let them know that like they're keeping on, they're planning on keeping Yannick and Leonard for the foreseeable future. So yeah, like, but will they actually play? Yeah, so that's yeah. I mean, we'll see. But they said for the foreseeable future, which usually yeah. in the NFL means at least definitely for the end of this year. Uh, this next I don't. Season. I don't think they'll trade Fournette, but I feel like they'll try to trade Yannick. So. Yeah. Yeah. You, you guys want to move on, though? Not a playoff yeah. team? Yeah. yeah, let's move on. Again. Um, can I talk about this team first? Yeah, go for go it. Go ahead. Um, so I wrote an article talking about possible – I'm not going to say the team until I talk about this. I wrote an article talking about possible MVP candidates this year. And two players from this team made that list. Um, the Chargers. Um, it was a very dark horse MVP list, obviously. But it was, it was Joey Bosa and um, – Derwin James. And I think that this defense is going to be a top three defense in the league and has a chance to be the best defense. Their secondary is phenomenal. They've got Derwin James, also in the secondary, but he's also a great box safety. And then they've got great pass rushers in Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram. And along with that, they've got a good running back in Austin Eckler and also I believe Justin Jackson is the um, backup. That'll be a good one-two punch. And their receivers, incredibly talented. It all comes down to Herbert. But if Herbert plays decent, decent, and that's kind of a stretch, 
But if he plays decent, I think this team wins 13 games. And I think they can win the division. What? Herbert's not really the starter, though. Even even Tyrod. Even Tyrod. I think with Tyrod, they win 11, maybe 12 games. You think they're going to win the division over the Chiefs? I think they could. I honestly think that they could. If the, okay, Chiefs, okay. if the Chiefs don't win, like, obviously, <laughs> yeah. the Chiefs could win, like, 15, 16 games. But if the Chiefs have, like, a couple of games that they lose and they end up winning 13 games and the Chargers split the series, they could win the division. Honestly. So I'm going to bounce right off that, McConnell. Uh I do think, like, I agree with everything you said. Uh, the only thing is a small thing. It's just, like, in terms of the Chiefs. I don't think the Chiefs have even a chance of losing this division. I think they're going to win it. Uh, but I think something interesting about the AFC West is that like all four of these teams I see I feel like are gonna get better. I think the Broncos are gonna be better. I think the Raiders Agreed. are gonna be better. And I think the Chargers though, I think the Chargers are an easy lock for a second in my book. Uh because of that defense, because of the fact that they drafted a quarterback who even if he plays, you know, is kinda inconsistent, kinda has some regular season woes, I think their defense can kinda carry them to a certain point. But I don't think they have a shot against this the Chiefs. Those are the baddest boys around right now. Uh so, yeah, I think their defense is going to be incredible. I mean, the fact that they drafted, right, Isaiah Simmons, like... No, they, uh, they didn't. Or, sorry, they didn't. No, they, they didn't. got sorry, Herbert. They sorry. got sorry. Herbert. Sorry, they got Herbert. No, no, yeah, my bad, my bad. They got Herbert. They, they like, got filled. Kenneth Murray. They got yeah, yeah. They did get yeah, they did Murray. get Kenneth yes. Murray, who's also their insane. Their are pretty crazy, too. Yeah, so I think Herbert... I mean, we'll see. But I think if even if he plays a little bit good, they'll have a chance to be a top team. So, I want to talk about... Two years ago, seems like forever ago, Patrick Mahomes wins the MVP. What happened that year? They tied for first place for that division. When Patrick Mahomes was the MVP of the league with probably the best offense we'd seen in a while, um, maybe their offense got better, maybe it's kind of the same, but they both went 12-4. and four. Like, it's Let's not act like the Chiefs are... It's impossible for them to lose. Like, yes, in the playoffs, we saw them make comebacks. However, they lost to the Colts in the regular season. Like, they, they can lose the teams. And if they and the Chargers have the type of talent on defense, they have the speed, they've got the pass rush, they can hold down the Chiefs' offense a little bit. And their offense, I think, is good enough to put up points on them. So I think that they could lose, some, the Chiefs could lose some games. Like, people are acting like they're a lock for, like, 14, 15 wins. And I don't think they are. Like, I think they're a lock for 12 but the Chargers could get 12. The Chargers could get 13. And I think if they split the series, maybe they're able to win the division. And I think it's possible. I think people are really, like, getting too high on the Chiefs too quickly. Like, obviously, they're generational, the way that they're built. But I'm not as, like, quick to crown them Super Bowl, like, get lost. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not ready to do that yet. Um, So... Here's my one thing, and then Carson, you can go after me because Carson and Sam can because I'm going to talk about another team in the division that I think is better, and that is the Broncos. I obviously think the Chiefs are better. I think the Broncos are a more likely team to make the playoffs. Drew Locke should be much better than both of their quarterbacks. Tyrod, I like Tyrod. He's a safe quarterback, yeah. This division, okay, and this, when they play like divisional games, their defense is still going to get scored on a lot by by the Raiders, by the Broncos, and by the Chiefs. They're going to get scored on. Yeah, they might make some plays, but what's going to happen in, the, in these divisional games is their quarterbacks are going to have to make plays over and over, and they're going to have to not make mistakes. Herbert is a player that will make mistakes a lot in his rookie year. Tyrod, Tyrod's 
ultra conservative with the ball and they don't really move the ball that much. So even if you have a stacked defense nowadays, teams still score a lot of points on you. I don't see why the why the Raiders, why the Broncos, and why the why the Chiefs won't score a lot on the Chargers' defense. And I understand how good their defense is. It looks like pro- it's probably the best defense on paper. Now, what I will say is, there's a couple guys that okay, are they as good as you're talking about? They're gonna have Chris Harris starting. Um, Chris Harris was not the same dude the last one. year. No, he won't be the one. But he that's might a guy be the that three. You can target. He might be the three. Desmond King. Desmond King's gonna play the slot. Well, yeah, but okay. I just, I just, okay. I think that okay, they do have a good chance to make the playoffs. I just think that their division's super stacked. So, I have them as a playoff team. I definitely think that. I think three teams might make playoffs in this division. Um, I think it's the well-rounded division, depending on how you frame best division, because like that might go to Seattle Niners if you're making top heavy. But if you're just going well-rounded, I think this is it. Um, it's A lot is going to depend on their quarterback. The Chargers have consistently been a team that has all the talent in the world on paper, but just lose due to injuries or miss field goals or they find a way to choke somehow that you're just kind of shocked. So I don't, I mean, I don't think they're as consistent as the Chiefs. I don't think they're as well-coached as the Chiefs, so I wouldn't give them a division title, but I definitely think they're a playoff team is my stance. The one last thing that I want to talk about, just quickly for me, then Sam can go if he wants to talk, but um, the Chargers did get last place in that division, so that benefits them in the schedule creation. They won't have to play as many of the top-tier teams as like the Chiefs will. It's uh, only like two games, though. Yeah, but two games can mean a lot when you don't have to play the Ravens, and you don't That's have true. to play like the premier teams in football. Like That'll that'll help them out, so they'll be able to play the lower-end teams like so I think that'll help. But Sam, do you want, do you have something to say? I just think that you're going to see a very similar season to when the Bills went nine and seven with Tyrod, because that's the kind of player that he is. Unless they start Herbert, because they're like, okay, there's obviously not as much upside here, and we're not going to keep going with this. But I can see them uh, going over five hundred nine and seven, just like the Bills season that they had a few years ago. Because Tyrod, when he won games like that, had a great Bills defense and a strong mm-hmm. running game. I think that's a really good comparison like right there. I think so, um, quarterback-wise, I think it's going to be like Danny Dimes in New York where he'll start come week six, week five. Yeah. Also, I do want to add the receivers that the Chargers are working with are way better than Sammy Watkins and the Bills were. Like Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, like those guys are dogs. Um, and that, that'll benefit because Kelvin Benjamin, when they made the playoffs, yeah, he was good, but he wasn't nearly as good as Keenan Allen is. And he was probably Mike Williams level personally, in my Outs- opinion. Outside yeah, of true. I think the, the charges are pretty though. interesting. Outside of the two top receivers though, they really don't have anybody else. I mean, I know they're, they're throwing it to Eckler and Hunter Henry, but that's going to be their identity. They, those two and then they're tied in and they're running back. That's four. So receivers. that's enough. That's that's, that's more plenty. than enough. If you have a top enough, two, then it's I'm better saying, than a top one. But I'm saying I don't know. If it, it's they're it's clearly adjusting their offense to not be like oh deep down field threats. Because if you're trying to be a team that's like consistently throwing it downfield and making big plays like the Chiefs, they have a plethora of like fast receivers, good receivers. And that's how most teams are that can like really air it out. 
So I mean, so I think... always, they've always kind of run, ran West Coast offense, but we're going to see an even more short passing game this year, I think. So I think there's a consensus on playoffs between the four of us with McConaughey saying that potential first place, right? Yeah, I think right. so. I, I agree. It's a good way to close that. So let's even, move on. Even though I don't think so, it's it, it, there's, they have a high chance, you I mean, know? Yeah. 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 Um, then we've got my other favorite worst to first team, the Redskins. Um, uh, I've talked about the Redskins a lot on the podcast, so I'll let someone else go first if they want to talk about them. If not, so I can I'll do say it. we have talked a lot about the Redskins, so we won't get too into them. Mm-hmm. We'll just go over them briefly. I'd say, cause we have given the Redskins a lot of time, um, to start out, how are they going to win games? They're going to win games with their defensive line. Their defense is scary. Defense is very scary. Chase Young, Deron Payne, Ryan Kerrigan, Jonathan Allen, those are their starters. They also have Montez Sweat coming in as third down pass rusher. And you have Ryan Kerrigan and Chase Young. So that's going to be really cool to see like those three switch out of edge. Oh, that's going to um, be so scary. Holy cow. Yeah. Their corners aren't that great, but they do have Kendall Fuller, who's pretty solid. Who's a beast. Um, who's a beast. Who's a beast. Yeah. Yeah, he's a beast. Um, they yeah, also have Landon beast. Collins, who's a beast. And as Sean well. Davis, their safeties are not too bad. He's uh, he's older, but he's not like he he's older. not like an awful player. But he, but he's not bad. Yeah. Add in Ron Rivera, Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio. Let's think about some of the pass rushers that those guys have played with. Oh, yeah. Peppers, Khalil Mack. Now who do they get? Chase, Chase Young. Young. Yeah. And how did Ron Rivera make a Super Bowl? Obviously, he had a great quarterback, but it was the defense on that fifteen and one Panthers team that was. Very, very good. and That great I quarterback, that, Dwayne Hoskins, baby. And we talked about the scary defensive line, but we didn't even mention Scary Terry. The scariest, <laughs> the scariest man in the <laughs> NFC. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I like Scary Terry. I Dwayne Haskins, eh, he's okay. But they're running What about game? Alex Smith? His leg's fine. Have you seen the pictures of it? Oh my gosh, dude, those pictures are that forget about scary Terry. Scary Alex Smith. Um but like they've got three They've got three really really solid running backs. I'm not gonna say that they're elite. Adrian Peterson's old, but Darius Geis, good. He's a good running back. He was very good in preseason last year, then he got injured. Bryce Love, good. He'll be a good complimentary piece. Um, I'm not going to say they're all going to be elite, but it's a good three-headed monster that they'll be able to bring in fresh legs with. So, like, it's not going to be all, like, Dwayne Haskins just slinging the football down the field, um, even though I would love McConnell. to see that. Yeah? McConnell, would you like to make a bet? On what? I'll bet you five bucks that Bryce Love doesn't make the uh, the 53-man roster. I don't know his injury situation. Okay, okay. If he was healthy, if I knew he was healthy, I would make that bet, but I don't know his injury situation. Um, okay. So Maybe we'll revisit this. We'll what revisit about, it later in the I, I'd bet on the Chargers getting 10 wins, but... Um, I feel like oh, Matt, would that that. Matt would do that. Matt would do that 100%. Matt doesn't even think they'll make the playoffs. Yeah. Five bucks? You want to si- sign the deal right now? Yeah, sure. Orally through the pod? Don't say sign the deal orally, Parsa. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. But uh, I'll, I'll give a virtual handshake. All right. <laughs> just so everyone knows what just happened, McConaughey just shook his own hand multiple times. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, before we, before we move on from the Redskins, one more thing I want to say. I think what's going to come down to them, like, 
making a run with the Eagles and the Cowboys because I think those teams are going to be improved. Yeah, they're this a really year. interesting division. Um, I think that if Haskins does take a big step up, big if, but if he does, he has Kelvin Harmon, he has Scary Terry. Scary Terry is going to be the guy that's going to a lot. He also has a good run game. If he can be solid, if he can just be 15, 15th best quarterback in the league, like pretty average, pretty like solid weekly, the defense can carry him and the run game can carry them. So that's my thoughts. The solid chance. I think they have a solid chance. Yeah, I yeah. I think it's between the Eagles, Cowboys, and Redskins for that top spot, but we'll see. Only three I think of if the four they were teams. in, yeah, if they three were of the four. Any other division, it's such a good division. They don't have a shot, but with as weak as our division is, they might have a shot actually. Well, I but really like the Eagles. Also, yeah, I, I like love the what too. the Eagles are doing. We did a worst take on Jalen Hurts, um, so I won't get into him a lot. But the speed, mm-hmm. the way they've built that offense, very similar to the Chiefs, um, and they've got great coaching. Um, and then the Cowboys, they, their offense is going to be great. Their defense. The Cowboys got the roster. The Eagles have a good roster, great coaching. And then the Redskins have great coaching, great defense. A lot of questions on the offense. So Yeah, like, a lot of questions on the offense. Exactly. I think the Eagles will win the division, but I think the Redskins could maybe make the playoffs as the not even six. Not even capping, though, McConaughey. I think if the Cowboys play to their potential, they could actually just totally run this division next they year. They could win they the Super well. Bowl if they play to their potential. Yeah, yeah. So the, I, I think that the, if, the, if this flip, this, this switch flips, bro, for the Cowboys, I see them totally winning this division out. But we'll see. They, Cowboys we know the never Cowboys. done that, It's a though. big if. Yeah, exactly. It's a big if. Cowboys have been... Cowboys fans have been saying that for 25 years. <laughs> How about yeah. them if. Cowboys? <laughs> Before we get into the Cowboys talk, let's move on to the Lions. Yeah. Um, Sam thinks that the Lions are the best team we've looked at yet, roster-wise, and I would definitely agree. So let's just start with their offense. Matthew Stafford, top good. 10 quarterback. Very good, very good, yes. Running backs are DeAndre Swift, on Johnson, Bo Scarborough. A lot of versatility, good, <laughs> solid running back core. <laughs> They're wide receivers. Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones Jr., Danny Amendola. That is a nice wide receiver core right there. They have TJ Hawkinson. Didn't have the best rookie year, but keep in mind, I believe he went ninth last year. And he had a great game. I, he had that one yeah, game. Yeah, he had a great game. And he that went was week off. one. That was like half his it stats for the year, yeah. But but Titans do that a lot, so yeah, that makes true. sense. Like, the second year is a big deal. Their offensive line is okay. Um, their defense... Is solid. It's pretty like uh, it looks like it looks like a Patriots defense. Yeah, so, they mean, have, you a have pretty... Matt Patricia running it, but it looks yeah. like a Patriots defense. It really does. Uh, I, I think this team's really good. Now, I do not think they will make the playoffs, and that's because their division is stacked. They have the Bears, who are going to definitely be better, and I think the Bears went eight and eight with like by far the worst quarterback playing the league last year. Um, <laughs> the Vikings are good, and the Packers are good. So I I don't know how they're going to be better than any of those teams, but they're gonna they're a good team. They're solid. It's just they're in a very unfortunate spot. My problem with the Lions, the run game. I don't care who the Lions ever add. They they just can't do it. They just can't get a run game going. Not since Barry Sanders have they had, I think, like a top 10 rusher since Barry Sanders left. Like, they keep drafting these guys. And Darius Geis, yeah, he was arguably the top running back in the draft. The problem is... He went to the Lions, and they just never seem to get it figured out. And I can't trust that they're going to have a running game until they finally do it. And I don't think it's ever happening. Like, they could add in Ma- – they could they could put Barry Sanders back on that team, and I still wouldn't trust them to do good because they just haven't been able to do it 
in so long that I just lose. I just have no faith in their um, in their potential in the running game. And I I do like the passing game. Don't get me wrong. I I think Stafford's great. I think Kenny Galladay is great. Marvin Jones really good. But I think that the Bears and the um, Packers are going to be a lot better. I think the Packers are heavily underrated. Yeah, I think the Packers are going to start Jordan Love and just go 16-0. and Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> We're not starting that conversation. Um, anything else anyone wants to say on the line? <laughs> I just went stone cold. Like Matt said, I think that the Lions are the best team that we've talked about so far. They're the most complete team. They have a quarterback that's experienced, unlike all of them. They have a quarterback that's experienced in Matt Stafford, for sure. Uh, so, I could see them, like, Packers, Vikings, and... The Bears. The Bears. That's kind of tough. The Bears. The Bears. The Bears. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I mean, now the more that I think about it, they're the best team that we've talked about, though, I think. All right, let's move on from them. I might give out the Chargers. Let's move on from them. Okay, a team that I do not think is going to make the playoffs, the Carolina Panthers. Oh, now, best team in that don't division. Give me, don't get me wrong. They're going to be fun to watch. Teddy, Bridgewater, Christian McCaffrey, about 15 new defensive players that just got drafted on their team, um, and Brian Burns. So you look at their team, and their defense is super, super young. Never a good sign. Um, and their offense... Not too great, not really good offensive line, but they do have McCaffrey, so that's good enough on offense. But their defense is still going to get carved up. They, I think they had the very worst defense last year. There's a couple other teams, the Bengals, the Raiders, that had just atrocious defenses. Their team was definitely the worst be- defense. I think every team that went up to play them was like, sweet, we're going to have a field day on offense. Um, <laughs> and you don't really fix that with a whole bunch of rookies. Now, what they're doing from like an organizational standpoint, very smart, but it, next year is not the year. Um, they're another team that you think about, oh, they're a team that wants Trevor Lawrence. You get Trevor Lawrence and Christian McCaffrey in the backfield, that athleticism back there would be terrifying. If you do something like that, like if they get something like that, if they, if they suck, it's going to be a lot better for them. If they add a, a really good quarterback, because like, Teddy's fun and all, but I don't think that Teddy's their guy. I don't think they think that Teddy's their guy. But this is a team that should be in last place in that division. Worst yeah, to worst. that point, to that point, uh, I think the Panthers, like Matt said, their organization did the right thing in really, really emphasizing the defense. But it's a process, and like you can't just plug a bunch of first years in and expect a massive production or like a change on a mass scale on defense. I think on offense, in terms of like. Run game, obviously they have it there. Pass game, I think they even have it there. Just They just don't have a quarterback that can really take them deep into the playoffs. I think that Teddy Bridgewater's ceiling is kind of like an exciting dude. He can kind of keep the fans happy for one season and, you know, maybe play an average ball game. Uh, so, yeah, I think I think that we might see the Panthers be the most improved defense in the next, like, three, four years, but I think there's a timeline on that. So um, one thing that we've talked about a lot is I'm not high on the Bucks at all. This year, I don't think they're going to be as good as people think. However, there is your boy, no though. way that the Panthers are even better than the Bucks, and I don't think they're going to be good. Like the Panthers have no chance. 
Um, they're not. They're nowhere near the Falcons. They're nowhere near the Bucks, and I'm not even high on either of those teams. Mm-hmm. And obviously, there's no way they can compete with Jameis Winston and the New Orleans Saints. So, <laughs> like, this season, there's no way. Um, I love Christian McCaffrey, but um, I'm sorry. Even when he does play all of the positions in football, he still won't be able to carry him. He's no Leon Sandcastle. But, um, yeah, they're going to suck. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Panthers fans. No, yeah, the worst, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to second that, and I think people will third and fourth that right yeah. now. Uh, in terms of anything else, do you guys have anything else to say about I, the Panthers? I want to say one thing. On? Yeah. Who's the worst team next year, the Panthers or the Jaguars? Which one? Uh, I think Well, I think the Panthers, Jaguars, and Bengals all definitely have the, the highest shot. I think, the Jaguars I think, are worse. I think what's sad is the Jaguars may be worse, but I think the potential, I think the Jaguars have a higher potential of being better next season than the Panthers. I like that. Uh, I like that. So, but yeah. I think what's actually going to happen is that the Jaguars just won't play as well because <laughs> they're the Jaguars. But <laughs> I think know. Jags are a two-win team. <laughs> wow. That says a lot. That's a, that definitely. Three. Tell me how you feel, Carson. Yeah. Um. Two. Max. <laughs> Max. Enough right. said. Yeah. The reason why I don't think the Panthers will be the worst is because of Christian McCaffrey. Like he mm-hmm. single-handedly wins them games mm-hmm. often. Yeah. All of their wins. All of them. because of him. <laughs> Every time. Oh, yeah. why did the Panthers win? Oh, Christian McCaffrey at 230 yards and four touchdowns. Oh, Did you wow, see the yeah. Panthers game today? Oh, no, wait. Did you see Christian McCaffrey run across the field today? <laughs> Put it this way. Yeah. If Christian McCaffrey gets injured in the first quarter of the first game, I honestly think he'll go defeated. Yeah. I honestly think that there might be a chance that happens too. Um, so let's move on to the final team, the Exciting. Cardinals. Uh, drafted Isaiah Simmons. And when we did our five-word game um, on Tuesday's episode, I said that they're going to be fun to watch lose. And I think that still stands today. It's only two days later, so why would that change? <laughs> um, they're flashy, but they're not that good. Like, they've got talent all around, but not the talent that wins games. They don't have an offensive line that will be able to carry them. And their division that they're in is really good. Matt, what do you have to say about that? Um, a big point about their team is... If one guy gets hurt, they could be one of the worst teams in the league. Um, a handful of guys of like one of these guys. If Kyler Murray gets hurt, they are completely screwed. Most teams are screwed when their quarterback gets hurt. For them, it's way way higher. Um, I would also have to say that with um, Pat Peterson because they will get killed in the secondary. I don't know about that. And okay, the other one. I'd say Chandler Jones. I was gonna say Chandler Jones. If Chandler Jones is hurt, they're losing a lot. They're gonna get just yeah destroyed on defense. And Buda Baker. Yeah. Because he's the one that flies across the field. Patrick Peterson's aging. He hasn't really been the same player. But I mean, yeah, I, I get good. those players could he's be injured, but like, good. I mean, if George Kittle and Bosa get injured, I don't think the Niners would be like nearly as good as they are. Well, yeah, but they can still fight for a playoff spot. Th- these teams, this okay. team will get Jimmy won bad. games without Kittle and yeah, I think yeah. Staley. And yeah, like, yeah. Jimmy won them games. Like if they lose one of their guys, there there is no chance. Yeah, at I think. All. I think to what be you honest, what I don't understand I, though is Larry Fitz is about to pop off for three thousand yards and is he also going to make three thousand tackles? <laughs> like hey, you don't know. How many I'll picks is this guy him. getting? Like, I mean, they need him on defense too. 
You know what's sad is, like, I can see the Cardinals actually being, like, a division leader in another division if Kyler Murray stays healthy. I actually can see them, like, winning another division in the NFL. But in this division, I don't even think they're going to... There's not even a question they're going to be last. Like, I think... Uh, no, the Rams. The Rams. Okay, I would say the third. Okay, true. The Rams. The Rams have offensive flaws that the Cardinals could kind of fill and like be have a better offense. But I would still say like the Rams' defense is worlds better than the Cardinals right now. Yeah. Uh, but what about and the Kittle stopper? The Kittle uh, stopper. Yeah. Julio Jones on defense, as you called him. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll Isaiah see. Simmons. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, I think that's a great pick, McConnell. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, but in terms of like. This division just sucks, man. Like, just look at the team. What like, do you mean really, the division like, su- Oh, like, no, this like, is it so sucks un- for yeah. the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah it yeah. sucks for the Cardinals. Because, like, even the Rams, who are, like, not even, like... Like, they're, like, the average team in this. They're, like, below average of this division. Because, like, when you take the Niners and the Seahawks, you have, like, two of the best teams in the league. But So, I, I really don't know. I think the Arizona Cardinals could go- still go off in my book and still not even make the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, we'll um, see. Also, you talk about a Kittle stopper. There's this cool thing about football that if you have a kittle stopper, you just throw the other other spots. So <laughs> no, but he's so fast. Or he's we can just so fast. run the ball. It's it's that simple. I or think, you just uh, throw it to Kittle before the stopper gets to him, and then Kittle shoves him on the floor, and then just runs over his face, and then scores a touchdown. Oh, yeah, no, but no, what happens when he pushes off before the ball gets there? <laughs> <laughs> then we have a okay. thirty-minute argument, Makana. That's what we have, <laughs> Carson. <laughs> All right. So I got a question. If you put the Chargers, the Lions, the Redskins, and the Cardinals in the same division. What's the order? Wait, can you say the teams again? Chargers, Lions, Chargers, Redskins. Lions, Skins, Cardinals. The Cardinals? Four Redskins last. About, um, who, someone, someone go first. I can go last for this. I, I, I'll go first. Okay, can you repeat the teams again, Carson? All right, it's the four best the, out of the ones we talked about. Chargers, okay. yeah, Redskins. Lions, yeah. Redskins, Cardinals. Okay, okay. Starting at uh, the Redskins, the worst, then the Chargers, then the Lions, what? then the Cardinals. I disagree. Hold up. Go, I, go I, best I, to worst. I think it's the quarterback yeah, go needs best a to lot worst. for a team. Go yeah, best to worst again. Best best Just repeat what you said, but best to worst. Uh, Cardinals, Lions, Chargers, Redskins. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. What would you do, Parsa? Okay, well, here, it's it's really easy for me, actually. I think I'd definitely go Chargers first, Lions second, Cardinals third, Redskins fourth. I think it's, like, really, really easy. I think Chargers, their defense is going to be one of the best in the league. Uh, I honestly don't know. I'm talking record-wise. Uh, but, like, who makes the playoffs? I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> so, ahead, yeah, Matt. Matt, what do you have to say about I that? that? I know that McConnell's going to get heated about the Redskins. Yeah. I will as well. So Thank you. I think first... Okay, I think this. Okay, if you ran this division like five seasons in a row, I think, you, or four seasons in a row, you might have four different teams come out on top. So I think it's super even, first of all. But I don't think that you guys are giving enough credit to the Redskins because their defense is going to be really good. Their defense might be better than, maybe not better than the Chargers, but they'll be coached better than the Chargers. So that's a big part of it. I think that the Redskins and the Chargers are very similar teams. Um, the Chargers have more talent that we've seen in the NFL, but the Redskins are going to have Chase Young, who's probably going to be better than Joey, like most would expect. People, A lot of people think Nick's better than Joey, and Nick said that Chase Young's better than him. So, and he said, he, he, Nick basically said that uh, that Chase Young is better than both of the Bosa's. Um, and that's a guy that played next to him. He knows a lot about him. But 
the Redskins are a team I think that would be first or second. I don't think the ah, I think the Lions might be second. I think the Chargers would be like third. I think the Cardinals might be last. I can see your point, Matt. I think it's just to me. To me, I'm just more comfortable with like the Chargers. You know. Yeah. So is it my turn, McConaughey? Carson, you you propose the question, so I'll go. Then you finish it us off. Then we'll get into the worst take. Perfect. So my order. Um, I love the Redskins, but I, I am just like, in awe of the Chargers. I think that they would kill this division. Um, Then I would put the Redskins. And then I would put the Lions and then the Cardinals. And I have the Cardinals last because there's no way that offensive line is going to keep up with the Redskins' defensive line and the Chargers' defensive line. Like, there's just no way that the Cardinals – like, sure, they have the flashy guys, but Fair. they'd get eaten They have alive. the mobile quarterback to do it, the Russell Wilson type. So he really doesn't need that great of an offensive line. That's, how, that's the way I view it. But he needed it last year. Yeah, he did. <laughs> well, they got better. They did get better off offensive line slightly. Uh, no. Josh Jones is like, like maybe maybe Josh Gilbert's Jones, back. yeah. So it's like that's not that's not Marcus something that you can just count healthy, on. And that's You're another like, oh, tackle that you can count on. Third round tackle, boom! Offensive line is fixed. Like no, no, they well, should have taken Saxon or somebody else. Yeah, so, but one I guy go, can't fix everything. I I do think the Chargers are in the he best. He fixed one position. Um. I Your think the Lions are the worst, but I'm really torn between Redskins and Cardinals. Mm. Like for second and third? Yeah, for second and third. I get like the Redskins have this pretty unbelievable defense to like kind of back them up, but the Cardinals have an offense that like I know is going to play way better than the Redskins, hands down. Like, Well, the offense, but... Even if Kyler Murray's the out. Thing. just because like the thing about the Cardinals. Their offense is going to put up points. But their offensive line is going to be a, the, the problem, and it's going to cause a lot of turnovers on the offense, and their defense can't keep up with that. Mm. They're going to turn. They're going to go up and down an offensive Fair. block. That, and, and those types of teams lose at the end of games. Like you see that all the time. Mm-hmm. How do you like? How, how do most games end? A sack, a strip, an interception. That's going to be the Cardinals all the time. They're going to be in it with yeah. other teams. They're gonna, they can score a lot. But that's what's going to happen. Or they're going to be getting scored on to, end, to lose the game. They're going to be one of those teams that just always finds a way to lose. Now, they'll, Propaganda they might, Matt got They me. might win like seven games. They might be solid. But they're How did lose they a lot lose of close to games. the Niners? <laughs> just saying. Like, Propaganda Matt got They me. allow Jimmy Garoppolo the football at the end of the game. Boom. Game over. Yep. Twice. Twice. All right. So I'm going to go Chargers, Redskins. I'm going to go Cardinals still above the line. Okay. I do want to bring up one thing about these teams. I like that we had this because we all had different like opinions, and I think they're yeah. kind of validated because yeah. all five. It's really just like we don't really know. These are really close teams, I think, and it's kind of cool because one of those teams is probably going to be a first place team. Like that's the point of doing the worst to first. One of yeah. those four teams is probably going to be a first place team. Are the yeah. Jaguars? I highly doubt the Jaguars will be a first place team, but Chargers, Cardinals, Lions. Um, Who's other team? Not blanking. Panthers. Okay, well, Matt, we know Cardinals yeah. are not going to be a first place team, though. We know, yeah, we know the Cardinals so, yeah. won't. Yeah, it'll just, be the just because they're unfortunate situation. I mean, we could have buried them before the season and just you know rest in peace, <laughs> Cardinals. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I mean, the yeah. Char- okay, Chargers, Redskins, and the Lions all have a good shot. 
I yeah, don't think the I Lions think so. do. I, I uh, just I, I I'm I'm a lot higher on the Packers and the Bears though. I mean I your Redskins arguments really are growing on me. Yeah, I agree, McConnell. I, I just think the Redskins arguments are growing on me because I didn't really like realize how stacked their roster is on defense. Uh, I mean, I've been making these arguments for like three months, yeah, so I'd hope it, that they're growing on me. <laughs> well, I mean, like this, but this argument specifically with the Chargers, because like when you look at them, it may seem like a big difference at first, but it's just because like okay, there's some bigger names on the Chargers that get more attention just because like of media too. Like the Redskins have a stacked defense, and we also, I mean, we did take from the Redskins line. The Niners did get Trent Williams, but yeah, that's I think that's a good way to wrap things up. Do you guys want to do the bottom four teams or just no? No, I think we're good. Jumping into the worst take right now. Let's transition. We're being honest. Yeah. So, looks like this week's worst take is going to be from our own Makana. Thank you for that uh, great introduction. And in the spirit (laughs) of of, like teams maybe making the playoffs, I'm going to tell you about a team that (laughs) will not make the playoffs they have been crowned way too early for being a team that got hot at the right time i don't think that there's a chance that the titans make the playoffs next year and one of the main reasons that i think this is because of derrick henry yes he's a monster but he's been a monster before he's never been consistent this is the last season those final nine games or whatever that they played that was the first time in his career that he's been able to actually put up good numbers in consistent fashion. The way that he has played throughout his career is he'll go off one week, he'll go off the next week, and then he'll suck. And then he'll suck again. Then he'll suck. Like, he got hot. He was able to bounce off those tackles. But I don't think that's happening in the future. And if he doesn't isn't able to carry them like he was in the playoffs, I don't think Ryan Tannehill is the type of quarterback. I think he's an average quarterback. He's right around 15 in the league. But I don't think he's the type of guy that will be able to elevate the players around him that the Titans would need to do if Derrick Henry isn't just being an absolute monster that rips the soul out of opponents' hearts and feeds it through to them. Like, there's just no way that they would be able to do that if Derrick Henry isn't isn't as dominant as he was, and I don't think he's consistent enough to do it. Carson? McConaughey. Yeah, Carson, go for it. So, I agree with you, but for a different reason. I think the Colts are legit. Yeah, I I didn't even bring them up. Yeah, that's a great point. I think the Colts are going to take first, and then I just think there's so many other teams that can get the wild card spot that I just don't know if the Titans are going to have a room. They might make it as a wild card just because we have an extra one, but I don't think they're winning their division personally. All right, so um, talking about the wild card, I forgot to even bring up the Colts. I was going to talk about them. But um, so the wild card teams that I have right now, um, like there's so there's going to be three spots or whatever, but like I think two are locked, and it'll be like the Steelers. I think they're a lock to be a wild card team. I'm really high on the Steelers this year. And the Chargers, um, I know I said that they could win the division, but they're more likely to be a wild card team. And I think they'll have high win totals. And then we we talked about the Broncos. They've got a real shot. Um, and they have kind of different, yeah, Carson pounding his chest like LeBron James. Um, but, like, I like a lot of other teams, and other teams aren't as solely based on one guy. Like, the Panthers are, are based on one guy. And, obviously, they have less weapons around them. But Derrick Henry, I don't think he'll be able to do it for 17 games. There's no way. And if he does, give him the MVP, honestly. Kind of conflicted because, like, 
the Titans, in my in my opinion, were kind of a miracle team to sort of make the playoffs this year. Uh, I feel like they have the strengths, like certain strengths are so strong for them that they could make the playoffs. But they're in a division where I, you know, the more I look at the Colts, like you two, I think the more the Colts, you know, are going to be better than the Titans next season. And I think the Texans have a shot of maybe having a much better season. So I don't think the top two teams, I mean, I originally thought maybe, okay, the Titans and the Texans, right? But like the Colts are coming in and they're coming in kind of hot. So we'll see uh, in terms of the top two. I don't think the Titans, yeah, I don't think they have a chance at all if they crack the third in this division because this division, I mean, the Jaguars suck. So there's no, I don't think the Titans are going to get, do any worse than them. Um, So to play devil's advocate, and and they are kind of a thin team surprisingly on offense, which is it's kind of funny because like, um, you talk about Ryan Tannehill. My main concern is if Ryan Tannehill gets hurt, and he's got hurt a lot, it's over. Yeah. Um, and they, there's other good teams around them. They're better than all those other playoff teams, I think. With the guys that I mentioned. Yeah. Like the I Steelers. So. Yeah. Really. And, and the reason here's the reason why there, I think that I think the Titans defense and the Steelers defense are very are very like comparable. Not in the sense they don't have the same strengths. But they produce the same, and they always produce. Mike Vrabel is a great coach. Mike Tomlin's a great coach. If their offenses are going, those are two playoff teams. Um, Mike Vrabel, that, that's my big reason, is Mike Vrabel's shown that he's a great coach. Their defense is one of the most sound defenses in the league. Um, and I, might, I, I would take a healthy Ryan Tannehill over an old, unhealthy Big Ben right now. Not to mention you have Derrick Henry. Are you Derrick serious, Henry bro? I would could, totally take could. Big Ben over Ryan Tannehill any day. Okay. Big Ben looks like he's 500 pounds right now, so that's my big problem about him. He's looked like that his and whole Ryan career. Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill is a first-round player that has first-round talent that plays like first-round talent every time he's on the field, but he gets hurt a lot. And I'm saying only if he's healthy. I'm not talking about if he gets if he gets hurt because that's a totally different story. But okay. a healthy Ryan Tannehill, a healthy Derrick Henry. But what do you think is going to happen? You think the they're going to be healthy or not? Well, I'm, I'm just saying, if they are healthy. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I get you. Okay. Let me, let me finish real quick. Mm-hmm. Derrick Henry last year, the whole last season, and a lot of the year before, at the end of last year, he was the most unstoppable player in the NFL. The Derrick Henry screen pass was the best play in the league last year because if he's running full steam, nobody is taking him out. You, a couple guys get lucky, lucky and make shoestring tackles. Not to mention, their offensive line is pretty damn good. Fair. Now, they lost Jack Conklin. Then they, they drafted a tackle in the first round. Now, obviously, tackles, you know you never know. But guess what? You have a great coach. That's the whole point. You have a great coach. You have a great, like, I don't, I don't know what you call it, like a feel for the game. I don't know, like a they, – they run the ball, they play defense. That's what you need to do. That, and, and their coach is built on that. He's built their team around that. They have strengths. They have clear strengths. Ryan Tannehill's good. People don't not like to give him credit for that. He's good. So that's my take on it. Yeah, I like Ryan Tannehill. Um, I would take Big Ben over him in my article that I referenced earlier for MVP candidates, Dark Horse. Big Ben was on that list. But um, you talk about their defense last year. Very sound. That was Dean Pease is a phenomenal defensive coordinator. That's how he builds his defenses. That's how he runs his defense. Very sound football. They lost Dean Pease. That's huge. They lost Jarrell Casey. That's pretty big. They lost Jack Conklin. And Austin Jackson, I believe that's the tackle they drafted, right, out of USC? Isaiah Wilson. It was Isaiah Wilson, not Austin Jackson? Okay. 
I knew that they drafted a late round guy, but um, so they got him. He has a chance, but I just don't see the consistency. Like Derrick Henry screen pass, that's worked his entire career. He just hasn't been able to do it consistently. Like people want to act like Derrick Henry, all of last season was the two hundred yard automatic machine that he was at the end of the year, but he barely won the rushing title, and he rushed for like two hundred yards a game for like. Almost 200 yards a game for like eight weeks. But when did he do it? When did he do it though? He he's he's when Tannehill the... came in. Yes. No, but so Tannehill is yeah. That's the, fair. The thing I have to disagree about Roethlisberger with you guys is I don't think he's the right fit for their offense. Tannehill is. They run a play action offense based off Derrick Henry just scaring defenses all the time, and then they have AJ Brown running running wide open because he's a fast dude. They have they have Tannehill for a reason. Tannehill's better than Big Ben would be in this scheme, in my opinion. He can move. He's not like a big fat guy. So, you know, he, he, can, he can fake the play action. And the thing is, when he does the f- play action and fakes too, he can do read options and he can run with the football. So He's a super underrated athlete. You, I can see your argument for fitting the offense, but I do believe that Big Ben, like, I get he's – thick and all this stuff but like all of big ben's career he's been pretty thick and he's always used that to his advantage i think i just i just completely think that big ben would be a worse quarterback than ryan Tannehill would be in this offense oh not in this offense okay okay yeah i think that's different than what me and mcconnor were saying yeah yeah 100 percent yeah but my problem with Tannehill is that yes we've seen him dominate when the play action is working and if Derrick Henry isn't able to be that unstoppable force, then that play-action game is going to be weaker. He's going to be forced to be the guy that has to elevate those teammates rather than Derrick Henry elevating the teammates. And if that happens, we saw it in Miami. He was good in Miami. He was good, but he wasn't able to elevate the team to get those type of wins that they needed. I agree. That's why I don't think that Ryan Tannehill is as good. Like Being with Derrick Henry... Ryan Tannehill may be the perfect quarterback to pair with Derrick Henry when he's on. But when he's Mm -hmm. not on, which I don't think he will be to near the extent he was last year, I just don't see them being able to win enough games to make the playoffs with all the other talented AFC teams around them. Uh, I do think that a lot of the AFC teams are similar talent. I I just think the Titans... Okay, look at the last three years. Titans made the playoffs twice. Two of those with Mariota. And then their best run came with Tannehill. Um, if I said if Tannehill gets hurt, it's, I'm not saying this. But if he's healthy, there's no reason to believe that this team won't be in the playoffs. They're well coached. They have an identity. And their defense is very solid. Those are the things you need to win. Though That's the way that, that the Niners made it. That's the way that the Ravens made it. Obviously, they have... I mean, Derrick Henry is... I mean... If you take just the last like six games, including the three play- the two playoff games they won, not the one they lost, but the two playoff games they won, and like the four games before that, that six games was probably the strongest stretch. I mean, you could put you could put that up with Lamar. I think you would agree with that, McConnell, right? Like, yeah. that's just pure. He, he got insanely hot, but at the but perfect there's time. There's a reason you got to think about this. There's a reason he gets ins- insanely hot at the end of the year because teams are tired, teams are hurt. They're not necessarily injured. They're hurt. They're worn down, and Derrick Henry running at you with 20 yards behind, like of steam behind him. Good luck tackling him when you're feeling your quad, like 
you're feeling it in your quad, you're feeling it in your back, you're feeling it all over, and then you're like, oh, great, now i got to tackle Derrick Henry, and then you get a stiff arm to the face. Yeah, that's, that's the first quarter. So you wait till the fourth quarter, because when does he have big runs? He has them at the end of games because he wins them games. And also, Derrick Henry, they're going to keep him going. You know why? Because they drafted a running back in the third round. And I don't know much about his name, Darrington Evans, I believe. I don't know much about him. If a guy's getting drafted in the third round, they have plans for him. They, ha- they know what they're going to do with him, especially at running back. That guy's going to play a lot in the first couple, qu- first couple quarters. And when the fourth quarter comes around, they're going to pound the rock with Henry, and they're going to win games because that's what they've done the past three seasons. The only difference with this year is they're going to have a full year of Ryan Tannehill, hopefully. And if they do have a full year of Ryan Tannehill, they're going to win the division. They're better than the Colts. They, they are better than the Colts. The Colts do not have dude, the Colts do not have the dude, strength. The Colts are great. They, no, I, I like I, the Colts. I think I like the, the Colts. Colts are a lot better. I think the Colts. I, like the Colts I feel like I'm more on the fence like Matt. Year. I'm more on the fence like Matt. Right. I think the Phillip Titans Rivers are pretty good. Was a top five quarterback when he has time to throw. Oh, uh, like no. there was a stat. No, no, there was a stat of his completion time where it was. Let me find the stat because I was hearing. Yeah, the Philip Rivers. In the three pass attempts he had time to throw for, he was very good. Sure, but Philip Rivers probably have the best O line too. Yes, they have an O line and they have great run game and they've got receivers. And they added receivers, and that's the benefit. T.Y. Hilton probably won't play the whole season. He, he never does. But they do. They did draft another guy, and their defense, they have a good defense. They have a sound defense. They beat the they Chiefs do. off of their defense and their run game. And now they're adding in a quarterback that I think is better than Jacoby Brissett. I don't think he's great, Phillip Rivers. But with an offensive line, we'll see if he's able to be, like, an average quarterback. I'm hoping okay. he will be. I don't know if McCona. he will. You remember how you were talking about how the Chargers two seasons ago, which I know feels like forever, like yes. almost upset yeah, the went Chiefs. Yeah, 12 and 4. Do you remember that Phillip Rivers was a top five MVP candidate that year? Yes, he was a monster, yeah. Um, okay, but... here's the one thing The one thing I have to say. Phillip Rivers looked absolutely horrible last year. He looked atrocious. And, and I get, like, I like Phillip, so I'm going to be rooting for the Colts. Like, you guys got to realize that. I, I yeah. want the Colts to win. I, I like rooting for the Colts. I like Phillip Rivers. I like Frank Reich. I like all the, all the stuff that they have going. I don't think they have the strengths that the Titans have because the Titans, they, they're they just a very good run defensive team. They're savvy pass defense. They Also, one of their biggest weaknesses last year was that they had Malcolm Butler getting just schooled. Well, they draft a guy, Christian Fulton, who I like a lot. He pressed the shit out of rugs time and time again uh, when, they played, when uh, LSU played Alabama. And he's a dog. He's going to fit right in. He's And some other teams, like maybe he wouldn't be that great. I think he'll be great on the Titans. Like he's mm-hmm. the perfect guy for them. Um, and, and the Titans defense, like there's no reason to think that they won't be good. Their, their defense can be solid, right? Yeah, Well, they're run, I agree. They're, running te- they're going to be a good running team because they have the best runner, the most physical runner that when does he make his money? At the end of the fourth quarter and especially at the end of the season. And that's what the thing. And they're going to have him healthy. They're going to give they're going to give Darrington Evans the ball. That's the thing. True. And talking about Darrington you... Evans, just yeah. looking at his profile on uh, the combine, he's not necessarily a route runner guy. That's what it's, it says. Needs to clean up his route running and his weaknesses. So they didn't draft him to be the Dion Lewis type, like being just the third down back. He's obviously going to be there to take some carries away from Henry, and he's a change of pace often option. He ran a four four one at the combine. He's a fast guy, so they're going to have someone that can. Just pound you in the middle, and then they're going to run some outside zone runs and stuff like that. 
I like I like the the idea of substituting in a guy for Henry, but Henry has done that with other running backs, and he the substitution was less towards the end of DeMarco Murray's tenure with the uh, Titans. But when they were doing that, like Derrick Henry, he would have those games where he would destroy the fourth quarter. Destroy. Like 140 yards in the fourth quarter. Because they used DeMarco Murray a lot in the end. But that wasn't consistent. Like he would do it and then he would go into the fourth quarter of another game and he just rushed for like 20 yards and he would get almost every handoff. Like he's just been too inconsistent to have that. I think there's a lot of recency bias with Derrick Henry because he just in the end, he just was not, he was unstoppable at the end of the season. Sorry, I was saying the wrong words. He was unstoppable. That's the only way to put it, but I think it's a little bit too much recency bias. Sam, do you want to make the final final statement? Yeah, based on what you're saying about Derrick Henry not being able to in the beginning of his uh, career with DeMarco Murray, if you look back on the offense they were, they were running at the time, Mike Munchak's Smash Mouth. You know, exotic. Exotic, exotic, exotic Smash, Smash Mouth, Mouth offense. Did not fit his talents. So that's why they brought in Tannehill, and then they had all these changes to their offense to make it so that it's a Derrick Henry-friendly offense. So as much as I see where you're coming from with the 10 for like 20 yards, and he wasn't doing anything, they were running all these power plays and just letting him... He's one of those guys that needs to get into space so he can like run you over. They were running all these power plays and stuff like that where he's just like shifting his feet in the backfield, which is not going to work for a guy that size. Also, one thing I wanted to say, when, when I'm talking about like having Darrington Evans like be that other back, Darrington Evans, the, the way that they should do it is they go, all right, Henry, this is your drive. And he takes the drive. He takes the full drive because that's what makes him good. Because yeah. he starts going. He starts feeling it. That's the way that Henry runs. Um, and then Evans, every couple drives, he takes it. If you have two drives in the third quarter, right? Just Let's just say you have two drives in the third quarter. Henry takes that first one out of halftime fresh. Then Evans takes that next one, and then you go, all right, Henry, take over the fourth quarter. He yeah. just had halftime. Then he had one one drive that he ran the ball on in the third. And then they go, okay, Evans goes in, and then you start that fourth quarter, and Henry is going to run the ball. Good luck. I yeah. don't see. I don't know how you – you don't lose games like that. You don't. Um, yeah. but that, that's the last thing I want to say. But yeah, I'm gonna make my final comments and then we'll wrap up the episode. I just think that the Ryan Tannehill aspect. So if they do have um, the other running back playing a drive, it'll hurt the Titans significantly because I think Ryan Tannehill needs that extremely dominant running back to be able to do that. And maybe maybe the the other guy he'll do good running the football. But I just don't have as much faith in Ryan Tannehill um, to be able to carry the offense on those drives that Henry isn't playing. And it'll hurt, help them in the fourth quarter. But if they're down by enough getting into that fourth quarter, it'll hurt them. But that's my kind of final statements. I'm going to wrap up the episode now just because it went pretty long. But uh, it's good to have Carson back. Um, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Twitter is going to be at the Worst Take Net. And Instagram is going to be at the Worst Take Network. And check out our website, theworsttakenetwork.com, posting multiple articles every single day. And we do have a new series where it's called Worst Take Wednesday. So we'll post like screenshots and like embed different tweets and Instagram posts that are like really bad takes throughout the week. So the first one just came up on Wednesday. So go check out the website. If you're listening on Apple, make sure to give us a review and follow on whatever platform you used to listen to. But thank you everybody for listening and we'll see all of you again on Tuesday. Hey.